But the main reason I'm so passionate about what I do is because of people like Nancy. I would love to tell you Nancy's story, but I think her testimonial says it all. After my husband went into the nursing home, I went to another law firm in the area to see what could be done about paying for his care. They said there was nothing they could do for me and that I'd have to spend down my money for him to then be eligible to receive Medicaid. I was very concerned and felt they just left me on my own. I was later told to call this firm. I figured why not? Because at this point I had nothing to lose. After explaining my situation, I was told to come in right away because I required immediate attention. What they did for me was unreal, especially after being told I was in a hopeless situation by another firm. They took action to protect our assets and get my husband's nursing home bills taken care of into the future. Everyone was so wonderful. I'd taken my daughter with me, and when we were told the bills were going to be paid, she cried because she knew what the other lawyer had previously said. I can't say enough about this kind of attention to detail. Now, today isn't about Nancy. Today isn't about me. It isn't about Jenna. It's about you. My goal for you today is to give you the tools so you know what you need to do to make sure that you and your loved ones are taken care of during your second half of life. We're going to take you from where you are today to where you want to be by giving you the right information. No more Google searches, no more hours trying to figure it out on your own. We're going to give you the information. We're going to tell you about the essential estate planning documents that everyone must have as they enter their second half of life. What options you have to provide for your legacy and what you can do right now to protect your assets. Let's get started, Jenna. Yes, by estate planning documents, we're talking about powers of attorney and wills. Everybody over the age of 18 should have powers of attorney and wills in place. But we're not just talking about any generic document that you can print off the internet. Having bad documents in place can sometimes be just as bad as having no documents in place. You really wanna have good documents in place so that if something happens to you, your loved ones are able to step in and they're able to protect you and protect your assets. Now, when our office puts these documents in place for you, we typically give you four powers of attorney, a financial power of attorney, a healthcare power of attorney, a living will, and a mental health power of attorney. And we also give you a last will and testament. But why do you need these documents? Let's talk about the risks of not having good estate planning documents in place. First of all, if you're married and you don't have powers of attorney in place, believe it or not, your spouse cannot just step in and make financial decisions for you. In fact, the state of Pennsylvania assumes that you don't want your spouse to make decisions for you. And if you don't have powers of attorney in place and you become incapacitated or you can't make your own decisions, your loved ones have to seek what's called a guardianship. They basically have to ask the courts or the judge to appoint somebody to be able to make decisions for you financially and healthcare wise. At the end of the day, this is a really time consuming process. It's costly and you lose control because it's the judge who's making a decision on who will be making choices for you from now on. 
And then if you don't, if, if you don't have capacity at some point in time and you have no powers of attorney and you need long-term care, your spouse could be very limited on what they're able to do to protect your assets. This could eventually lead to impoverishing your spouse. And even if you're not married, you could possibly lose everything to the nursing home. So let's talk about some more well-known individuals who didn't have estate planning documents and how their estate plan went wrong. Prince passed away at the age of 57 and he left hundreds of millions of dollars and he had no will in place. Several attorneys were involved who hired many consultants and a lot of money was spent that didn't necessarily have to be spent. Dozens of people came out claiming to be his heirs and at the end of the day, four years later, the estate is still not settled and a lot of money was unnecessarily spent that could have been avoided by having a will in place. Anna Nicole Smith, at age 26, she married 89-year-old billionaire J. Howard Marshall. Shortly after their marriage, Marshall's health declined and his son was appointed as legal guardian. His son didn't care for Anna Nicole Smith and so he limited Anna to 30-minute visits with her husband at night with an armed bodyguard present. There were, again, there were no legal documents in place. Who knows if this is what Marshall would have wanted. It would be better if we had documents in place saying what he would have wanted in that situation. And then Terry Schiavo at age 26, she suffered a cardiac arrest. She was resuscitated, but it left her with major brain damage. And eventually they, she was considered as being in a persistent vegetative state. After two years of therapy, her husband requested that her feeding tube be removed, but her parents disagreed. Because Terry didn't have any legal documents saying what her wishes would have been, seven years of litigation ensued. And finally, after seven years, her feeding tube was removed. Again, all this time and money could have been avoided if she had those legal documents in place. So now let's talk about how you avoid these situations. What you need to do is meet with our office so that we can review any documents that you have in place right now. It's really important that you do meet with an elder law attorney because it's the elder law attorneys that you're gonna be dealing with for the rest of, for the second half of your life. Whether you're planning for retirement, planning for long-term care, or if you're planning for passing away. And you wanna put in place any good legal documents or update any documents that you currently have. And, Lastly, you want to put a plan in place so that you can avoid all these bad situations, avoid the guardianship, the impoverishment of your family, and fighting. By having a plan in place, you can, you can plan for any sort of crisis situation that comes up. John and Denise Satzler were in your shoes, and after they met with us and completed their planning, they said, thank you so very much for the exceptional services. The financial investment we made in your firm is suitable, for we now have peace of mind in regards to our estate planning. But keep in mind, it's not always as simple as just putting estate planning documents in place. Sometimes, based on your health, your assets, your goals, your family situation, it takes a little bit longer. We have to have more of a sit down to figure out the best plan to put in place for you. This could include situations where you want more control on where your assets go after you pass away or how the money's spent. This could also be a situation where you're part of a blended family 
Or this could be a situation where you have more tax complications and we have to plan for those to avoid paying more than necessary in taxes. One of the most common situations we see here in central Pennsylvania is the typical farm family. Now this, is, this situation involves a really valuable family farm and typically not much in liquid assets. And often there's several children involved. We've actually had families up to 10 children where the parents wanted to split the family farm equally between the 10 children. Not an easy feat, but typically this involves a conversation about which children are actually interested in the farm, which children can afford to run a portion of the farm, and who, if the kids are actually going to get along so that they can run the family farm together. Overall, this really involves thinking through all the different possibilities and coming up with the best plan. To do this, it requires discussing taxes, implementing essential documents that might also be necessary, and including other family members if we have to do so. By knowing what you need to do now, you can rest easy knowing that you have control and that your money will go where you want it to go. Another client that went through these emotions was Susan Lane. Susan actually didn't have any children. She had cats and she basically considered her cats to be her children and she wanted to make sure that they were provided for after she passed away. Afterwards, Susan said, I was surprised and appreciative that Jenna and everyone else I spoke with in the office were so helpful. Everyone took the time to answer all of my questions, thoroughly explain everything we discussed and suggest options. I feel much better about my decisions and whether everything I need is in place because of this. But what happens if you don't pass away? What happens if you need long-term care? Are there options to protect assets from the cost of your long-term care? Kristen, 